0: That is up, people of the interwebs. How you doing?
1: Gloves are off. The gloves are off, and freedom of speech <laughs> is absolute. Welcome, Welcome to, to the uncensored, uncensored podcast, <laughs> where nothing is off limits. So stick your trigger warnings up your ass. Y'all need
0: Jesus. <laughs> And we are back for another Uncensored podcast, 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 podcast. Uncensored podcast is where we can be ourselves. Tonight's topic, well, I was going to go with a couple different things, but um, I do uh, want to thank DLD After Dark. Rich, we are on mostly audio podcast, remember?
2: I didn't say anything.
0: Uh, I, uh, I want to thank DLD After Dark here. For coming up with the actual topic of the night, it was so good that I was like, damn, I gotta, we gotta do that instead. So, um, so everyone out there, this topic is DLD after darks. So, with that, what I am going to do is I'm going to kick it over to him and let him kick it off since this is his topic.
1: All right, DLD, go ahead and let him know uh, what it's about just kidding that's me hey guys uh, it's uh, dark with dld after dark uh so it's it's kind of interesting uh john and i were uh well john rich and i were kicking around some uh, ideas on some different topics and actually i up had up.
0: all the topics picked out then well, you, then you yeah. said hey well why don't we do this i was like damn that's better than my topics
1: well i i, I think all of them are of similar importance it's just you know kind of priorities and different things going on and i think you know we find ourselves in a really interesting situation i think today is basically going to be balance right now the topic for tonight being balance what i mean by that is we're finding ourselves right now in a world where everything is upside down everything is um you know uh seems to be going wrong there are challenges left and right there is a complete and utter lack of leadership and from the standpoint of the individual right the me the you the the rich the the individual gun owner the the prepper you know a person living a life of preparedness whoever it is how in the world do you balance being a husband a father a employee a business owner, um, you know, uh, an American, while balancing and, and really spinning all these plates of being surrounded by constant negativity and constant black pills with us having to rush to purchase arms and ammunition and armor and gear and gas masks and, and still keep a positive outlook and still, you know... Um, you know, build healthy relationships with your family and everyone else. You know what I mean? It's, it's the, the balance in a negative world. How do you not take the black pill? How do you not eat your sidearm, essentially, is what I'm saying.
0: Well, I want to step in here a little bit. Sure. There is eating your sidearm is kind of never one of those things. It's never an option, especially if you're a father. If you're a father, if you have a family, it is your duty to provide for that family. It is your duty to do that, and there's nothing that will mess up a kid more than eating a sidearm, eating a bullet suicide. Absolutely. So you you give up that you give up that once you become a father. Uh, I
1: say that in jest, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not talking about
0: actually, but I just wanted to make sure that everyone understood that that and if you look at the thumbnail today it it it's the the, the like the Bud Dwyer guy
1: Oh, I didn't I didn't, uh, I didn't see Yeah
0: that. the dude in the, it, well it's the dude at the you know remember the Dwyer is No the no. dude that blew off his head on TV
1: No why I'm totally drawn a to blank on so That happened
0: back in like the late eight, early 80s yeah,
1: I'm actually drawing sure know what you're about. talking about Yeah, the dude, he
0: was accused of all this, uh, all this, uh, he was accused of all this fraud and all this corruption. He was a Pennsylvania politician. Turned out after he blew his head off that he was totally innocent and didn't do anything. It was all fabricated.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember the story now. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so Mm. that's what it was. And I wanted to bring that up because he let things out of his control that you know take over his life and uh it ended bad for everyone and if he would have hung out and like just pushed through a little bit longer he would have been cleared and he and he would have he would have been okay
1: some some people and and this look i mean i know i i kind of said that in jest and at the same time i I totally understand and i think all of us do that, that suicide is actually a very serious topic that I think because, uh, uh, us here, we've, we've experienced, like, we've all been impacted by suicide to some degree that we, we almost kind of have a a level of dark humor about it because otherwise, how do you get through (laughs) these things in life, you know? Um, but, uh, of course, like I do, as I joked about it earlier, I also do want to treat it with a level of seriousness and respect that it is due. Uh, and, and yeah, so, um. Yeah, that, that's all I want to say about that.
0: Yeah, Dave. but let's get into um, like what we're talking about. And
1: yeah. before... uh, if you want, I'll I'll kick it off with uh, with a question.
0: Yeah, uh, I want to yeah. kick it off with a prayer. I mean, not not that we're going to say a prayer, but yeah, this, probably... but yeah. this, but this prayer when we're talking about this topic, this prayer is something that uh, Val Finel, who, uh who is a big gun rights activist, he's also a uh, a priest. Um, and he, oh, every time I like talk to him and I, you know, I kind of find it. And sometimes he's always like, remember the, the prayer for serenity and it's God grant me the serenity of some things I cannot change and the courage to change the things that I can and, and the, the wisdom, wisdom to know the difference.
1: difference. Yeah. So, and if you've ever been to AA or NA, you know, that prayer by heart. I've God never been to either one. So, to, uh, accept the things I cannot change courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference that is a very very impactful uh, prayer
0: but I think it ties into a lot what we talk what we're talking about
1: for sure absolutely
0: so I'm going to put dark up in the corner here because he's going to be leading this uh, conversation tonight oh so I'm, for... I'm leading it? What? Is it your topic man
1: well I appreciate that I I think that you know all the topics that um you know we were kind of discussing that you laid out um all kind of uh, cross paths with this, right? But I, I found myself thinking, you know, it, it started, I mean, it, I don't wanna say it started, but there was a conversation I had a couple weeks ago and it was with a person that I don't have a lot of contact with, but they just see kind of from the outside looking in, oh, this is everything Dark is doing, right? Now they all also know me as an individual, they know me as a person, and they know what I do professionally. And then they're watching me what I do professionally. They see what I do as a father. They see what I do, you know, in, in every different role in my life. But then also they see me on my channel. They see my live streams. They see me, you know, focusing on preparation and, you know, talking about current events and all these things that have been going on. And they're they're like, okay, as as a, a husband. A father, which I'm currently separated, what, you know, doesn't make me any less of a, of a, a husband right now, because I'm still legally married. But, uh, you know, in a way, yes. But either way, um, as a husband, a father, a business owner, an, an employee, an employee of my own business, as you know, somebody who's um, focusing on, let me, let me pose it as a question. Okay. Because his, his point was to kind of speed this up is, how in the world do you do everything that you do and remain balanced and get everything done that you need to get done? And in short, my answer was, I don't. <laughs> I don't get everything done that I need to get done. But the reality is, is this the question that, that I kind of posed back to him with everything going on in the world is how do you find the balance of, you know, looking at, at everything that we have to do and staying busy? Cause I feel like that's the governmental that's what they want us to do is to stay busy and distracted, right? Really, the question is, how do you maintain a focus on what is going on to at least maintain enough awareness and preparedness to where it doesn't consume you to where you're so negative and pilled that there's no hope? And I feel like a lot of things going on right now are hitting people like, man, there's, there's just no hope, you know? so what what do you guys do and kind of what are are your thoughts around around that
2: so uh, a couple of things i want to answer there uh first off uh you know you gotta have a firm connection to god um i often find myself you know praying god take this burden from me you know i i can't bear this alone you know there's a lot of things, you know, through through my life that have been difficult, and you know, prayer and and have faith in God is the way to go. But for uh, I want to talk about my wife, and so I grew up. My family is very politically involved, and my wife is new to politics, and she's mad about everything all the time. Yeah, and I look at it as you know what, it's the same, it's it's the same since Rome and Caesar, yep. everything going on is exactly the same, yeah. and, and this shit will continue, you know, it's it's going to keep going, but so the the other thing is, and, and I'm going to go back to God, is, uh, you know, we, we've joked a lot about me walking away from two plane crashes, so I'm like, you know what? Every time I'm like destroyed, down and out, whatever, demoralized, lost, I'm like, "Fuck!" I walked away from two plane crashes. I can deal with this.
1: Yeah, I'm supposed to be here. Clearly,
0: yeah, I, I'm. I look at it as I prioritize.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You're not going to be able to get everything accomplished. So you have to prioritize what's really, really important. And to me... John's
2: priority one, other than God, is his boys.
0: Yeah, my family, my wife and my kids. Uh, And and to be real with you guys, I learned what to do as a father by looking at what not to do as a father. Mm. Uh, And basically, I didn't really have a relationship with my dad too much, Uh, my... My four sisters are older than me and I was on accident and my dad was like, I'm done with kids. So, and uh, yeah, yeah. And then my stepfather was a a covert operative for the CIA. No joke. He was an actual (laughs) damn spy. He's passed away since then. So I can talk about it more because it's now unclassified since he is no longer with us. So he worked a, a strategic activities division, um, you know, help overthrow governments and stuff like that. So, but he was gone a lot and also an alcoholic. So, yeah, I learned by watching them what not to do as a father and just do the exact opposite. Yeah, and I didn't yeah. want to ever put my kids through what what I went through. Yeah, so they have to be my number one priority.
1: You know, experiences are a motherfucker, and um, there's the the development of a child. There are defining moments in their life that could seem at first as really busy parents that are, you know, look at all that's going on in the world, right? Shit is literally falling apart as busy parents that are distracted. It's easy to overlook things that are happening in your kid's life, but typically around the age of five. Nine and like twelve to thirteen, they're going to have like three defining moments that will determine who they are and who they're going to be for the rest of their entire lives. Now, people I can change, rich, right? Do I build Pe- do I build combat arms? Rich, rich, rich is watching his content while he's on a podcast. Ah, uh, um, so. <sighs> Was Rich just removed? Uh, Rich, uh, when you're ready, you can come back in. He can come uh,
0: back in when he's uh, ready to pay attention.
1: When he's not watching his content, <laughs> like you know, we love you, Rich. Here, we'll, we'll bring it back. Um, sorry, oh, couldn't get it to stop. That's okay. Uh, so, uh, what, uh, what was I saying again? Oh, so there's defining moments that happen in a child's life, usually around the age of roughly five about nine and about 12 or 13 that will determine exactly who they become as adults you know who they're going to be for the rest of their lives now some people can grow develop change and you know whatever and like for me for an example i had a lot of issues with substance abuse and all sorts of issues and i grew developed and changed as a person That is exceptionally rare to do as an adult. So we absolutely have to pay attention to our children, what they're watching, what they're learning, their entertainment, the things they do, the things they don't do. And we have to keep an eye on those things. And one question I would have for you, John, while two questions, actually. One is um, when you start, so let's say getting into the world of YouTube, specifically you as an investigative journalist, you start you start sifting through some of the lowest places on the earth. You start sifting through all this terrible information, terrible images, pictures, and just like the absolute bottom of the barrel of people, right? And stories. How how do you find the balance of not allowing that to affect you in, in your everyday, you know? You know what I mean? Like, how do you not take the black pill when you really know what's going on? When you really find out, Sure. You know, how do you not take the black belt? Okay,
0: so I already discussed my childhood how it wasn't exactly kosher and wasn't exactly the greatest, Mm -hmm. but I also developed some skills from that, and that is the ability to separate myself from what I'm working on, separate myself from the situation, to look to look at it from an outside view, like. to be able to rationalize it. Okay. There's all this bad stuff happening. Well, now I know about it. I can expose light on it to make it a little bit better. So I can compartmentalize the bad stuff and say, well, I'm going to make this a little bit better. So I can compartmentalize uh, both of them and, really good at it and that is a direct result of my childhood which wasn't exactly great but I was able to use my intellect to be able to overcome a lot of the things where I was like man you know people like man just you know do take this you know it'll make you forget about your problems and then I would step back and be like huh would it make my Yeah, it would, but then it will lead to these other problems, which then I would have to compensate with something else. And then, and I would be like, all right, well then, you know, the end game isn't worth it. And I think that's a good thing that people can use to balance stuff out. Look at the end game, just step back. It's not easy, but take the situation. Okay, well, you know, I'm going to not get this done and it's going to cause me pain in the future. It's going to cause me pain, not in the future, but like immediately, or it's going to get me in trouble immediately, or it's going to have negative impact immediately. This other thing I can skip, AKA like my kids and it's not going to hit me immediately. So I can go ahead and, Take the short term of not being hit by it immediately, or I can look down the future and see which one is going to damage me the most in the future. And I think that's one thing that people have to learn.
1: So, like uh, accepting short-term pain for long-term gain, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, and as far as like um, the the piece of it where you're kind of in like the the forefront of. You know, seeing all the terrible shit that's happening in the world, you you know, um, removing yourself from that and just looking at it. Now, you you're you're a different type of person. You think differently. You're a very pragmatic. You know, you look at things differently than most people would. It's hard for people to step back and be, you know, and remove themselves, mostly because ego, right? Ego is not your amigo. Ego. There's an acronym. Ego stands for eliminating growth opportunity. That's, that's my, uh, one of my favorite quotes. Um, uh, but, but you know, th-
0: it, it was a survival method as a kid though.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, and that's how I learned how to do it. So I'm not saying everyone can do it. It was just my situation. It was yeah. a survival method. I would not, able, I would have been able to survive, but I would have been, I wouldn't have what I have today.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, now as far as like, uh, one thing you'd said about your priorities, your uh, and then and then we'll kind of get on to the, the other kind of perspective of this. You had mentioned that your number one priority is your your wife and kids. Correct. So that is something that I've found to be extremely difficult because when I look at like, oh, I'm a husband and a father, my priority is my wife and, and my daughter. Well hold on, those are two different things, right? How do you prioritize am i a husband first or a father first or am i a, you know what i mean so is your number one priority your wife and kids or is your number one priority your wife and then your kids or your kids and then your wife you know how do you make that as a man as a husband and a father the protector the provider you know who you are i know i know who who us three are right how do you balance I, that
0: i break it down into situations I also look at each situation differently. And I, I look at the small intricacies of the different situations. Sometimes my kids will be the priority, sometimes my wife will be the priority. Usually we're on the same page and pet our kids first, so that's a good thing, but it, it just depends on the situation. And I think there's a lot of nuance to it. And with everything, not just being a good father, or not being just a good fa- uh, a, a husband or whatever, there's a lot of nuances to the situation, to the situations, you know?
1: Yeah. What, what about you, Rich? It, it can be tough. It can be tough
2: juggling things. Um, between, you know, my daughter doesn't need as much attention because she's 21. She's in college uh you know family life is uh tough and, and there are there are challenges i mean heck, nothing is ever easy i definitely my wife and i definitely need to make more time to be good to each other to do fun things instead of it's like okay today we shop this you know it, it's a whole yeah. to do drone and drudgery there, there's got to be more fun things and we got to schedule that and plan for it. Yeah, well,
1: so, yeah. I I, go
2: ahead. I I think a lot of it is um, you know, there are requirements. There is work you need to do and then you got to make time to have fun. But because you can't be work all the time.
0: Well, you can also you also have to make it a partnership. There's yeah. a lot of old-fashioned people out there that is like, you know, the husband is the king of the castle, you know, the wife should be subver- subservient to the husband and do whatever. Um, I I don't buy into that. I know the Bible says that the husband should be subserv. I mean that that wife should be subservient to the husband, but that that kind of gets lost in translation. It's not what a lot Absolutely. of people think it meant. It,
1: it when when the Bible says that the wife should submit to the husband, it doesn't. It, it what it truly means. The actual translation, and if you guys look at the translation of, of Bibles, it, it it can be almost comical uh, the actual translations but what 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 god's word was was the husband and wife shall submit to each other essentially and people construe that and they're like oh we'll see uh i'm a conservative and i like tradition and because of that that you know i what i mean you know when i hear this what i think it means is this the wife should submit to the to the husband see wife it says right here in black and white in in the holy book you should submit to me that's not entirely entirely true you're totally right
0: yeah like one thing i like about my wife is she calls me on my bullshit. we need that compass in there especially with the way the world is going we need that compass yeah
1: um you,
0: you gotta you gotta you gotta work as a team if you're working as a one person and you're not working as a team the way the world is going is you're going to be in a world of hurt.
1: Well, I'll, I'll tell you, <clears throat> coming from somebody who just had essentially a, a, a failed marriage. Um, man, there there's so many times that, uh, like I'm seeing a lot of people in chat say, um, you yeah, know, this dude is not hitting me up on eBay again. Are you serious? Sorry. Um, <laughs> Rich, you know what's going on with that. Sorry. Um, fed's on eBay. Um, okay. So... Coming from somebody who's had a a recently failed marriage a little over a year ago, uh, we've separated. I'm seeing a lot of people in chat say that, you know, you put the kids first and um, the kids are the priority. The future is the priority. And then second to that is the relationship between husband and wife. And, you know, I understand that. and, And that was my perspective. And I also failed because it was, put all your focus attention and energy into the the children with everything going on. I'm hyper vigilant, hyper attentive, not helicopter dad, but you know, I'm hyper attentive and very protective, uh, aware of everything. Right. I think we all have that kind of the, the street smart where when we go outside, we're looking at everything. We're looking at everyone. We're looking at people's hands and waistbands and pockets. And, you know, we're just those kind of types of people. And we've talked about that before, but like, when you put so much energy and effort and time into and money uh into the kid or kids it 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 almost kind of becomes that okay now time with my wife is a chore and you know i i did not do a good job of um even though she was a psychotic asshole most times i did not do a good job of um you know Treating her like my wife and actually dating her and actually, you know, it it was more so just like chores and function instead of, you know, loving her or being in love with her. So, it, I mean, it totally fucked us up. But today I heard something really interesting. Um, You know, Dave Mods Official on Instagram? He does all like gun modding. Uh, He does excellent battle worn finishes similar to the one that I just did on the frag out. AR I'm just saying so I saw him today on Instagram and if you guys see if he if he left that live stream up it's a good one to watch um mine's in the other room I'm actually how did I not know that that 308 or that uh desk cover was for a 308 size (laughs) matters yeah it does um so he was doing a live stream and you know um a topic actually similar to to this came up about families and things and You know, he had an interesting outlook on it. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say that it would be, um, you know, what I would personally subscribe to, but he had said, my number one priority is my wife. And then through my wife and I having that same focus, Mm. we've created a partnership. And through that partnership, both of us can love and take care of our family, but we could not do it effectively without us putting each other first and having your, you know, your love for your spouse be more powerful. I was like, man, I, I, I never thought about, about it that way. I always, if you ever hear me talk about it, even like a few times on the stream, I've always said, I'm a husband, I'm a father, and then blah, 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 whatever else I had always put husband first verbally, maybe subconsciously, mm-hmm. but I didn't actually put it first as, you know, in
0: practice i'm gonna take a little bit of a different stance here and say that in theory that sounds great but in practice it's not really practical you have to balance it out because i'm lucky my wife isn't uh like a a psychopathic bitch but there's some women out there that are psychopathic bitch that Actually, no. hurt their kids like mentally. um yeah. not, not not talking about physical. I'm just talking about like the the way the way they act and
1: like fighting with their husband in front of their six year old daughter and hanging up on on their husband in front of your six year old daughter and you know saying me yeah yeah
0: exactly to Cause
1: time that time.
0: that's gonna damage sure. the kids and
1: Absolutely. at that point
0: you have to put the kids first.
1: Yeah, I was just curious if you guys would agree that that is definitely cycle. Psych- okay, sorry. Yeah, sorry. yeah.
0: That's going to put you, that at that point you have to pit the kids first. So in in theory, yes, but in practice, it's not always practical.
1: And, and I think it depends heavily on the couple, the individuals that are in the relationship. Right? Absolutely. That's why For, that's where
0: the nuance comes in.
1: Yeah and then obviously for different situations it's one thing because in in most uh relationships and guys look this isn't a relationship podcast right this is just one element of being that father figure being that leader that we're talking about and and all of this falls right back into the same you know to the same conversation that we're having on nearly every episode and every episode to come uh for the most part but uh i think in most situations when the couple puts the child or children first, between the couple, we, it, it's an unspoken partnership and agreement that we just take losses to put our child or children first, always. And we take the back seat. And then after the time, energy and whatever is put into the child and making sure that they are the focus, then we can worry about us later on, right, another time or whatever. So I think and it, it may vary depending on each individual situation or each day or who's got the kid or who takes the kid when. And there's a whole lot of uh, uh, nuance, like you said with that. So
0: See, with with my family, and when we put the kids to sleep, uh, we, we put them together, we put them to sleep together as a family. So a lot of the stuff we do uh, is like a family unit unit. When my, When my wife yeah. goes to Sam's club, for example, we go as a family. Most of the time, not all the time, but most of the time, unless um, I have have to go out of town or for some reason. And to this point, it's, I mean, it's who I am. I mean, it's, it's the key to my character. Um, I don't like being away from my family. I used to love traveling the world and I've lived in other countries and done all that good stuff. I lived in Asia and stuff like that. But now the key is to happiness is to my family And that also brings us to the point about, you know, preparing for what is in the future. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just saying, you know, I I want to guarantee that my family can thrive no matter what. And I think a lot of people lose that. So when, when I prep, I'm not prepping for myself. I'm prepping for my family and guaranteeing that they will be able to thrive.
2: Yeah. And, and I think, you know, I didn't own a firearm until I had a family Neither did I. all of a sudden, you know, me, my safety and security to be able to continue to provide for my family and the ability to protect my family. It's like, Hey, if, if it's one guy kicks in the door, fine. I, I, I got a pretty fair chance with that. But if it's, you know, three guys rushing my front door, yeah, I don't have a fair chance with that without a yeah. firearm.
1: Well, I think that's also why a lot of times we we seek out training, we, you know, look at other avenues to become better, right? We're all kind of in our own individual ways looking for, you know, becoming more fit and, you know, all sorts of things, right? How can we become better, not just for, you know, for for every aspect of our lives? Uh, We got some interesting comments. um, 2 edu. shout out to you, brother. Um, he says, uh, "I believe in the man being the head of the household and how it is written." Appreciate that, uh, Toy Town Inc. Uh, what's up, brother? Good to see you. Wait, can he I just says, say something on that? Sure.
0: Being head of the household, even if you do believe that the man should be the head of the household, does not mean that the wife has zero say, and you should not act as a team.
1: Yeah, and I'm
0: not. I don't think that's what he's saying, but. You have to yeah. act as a team. Even if one's the head of the household, you still have to act as a team.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I agree. I don't think that's uh, that's what he was saying. Um but, but there's some
0: think... people that take it to the extreme.
1: Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Uh Toy Town Inc., what's up, brother? Uh hope you found your cluster neighborhood. Uh so Toy Town Inc. says kids wouldn't be there without the wife. Good point. And he says, uh, I don't love my kids less, but I love my wife more. So the kids see that, and then he also says, "You're not doing the kids any favors by putting them on a pedestal above you. They grow to expect it."
0: No, that that is true. That is true, and you should also yeah. hold them accountable. Accountability in this world is seriously lacking, and that leads to a lot of problems.
1: Yeah. So, I, I want to oh, hit real on. Quick two edu responded just started just real quick uh so two edu uh which by the way for the people that are here that don't know us like on the youtube platform two edu also has a channel i'd say he's uh you know part of our little community right um, yeah content creators and uh two edu has an excellent youtube channel a great locals platform he's on he's on everything so go check out two edu um,
0: and what he just said you can break it down but that that's what I was saying that's what I was like thought that's what yeah. I thought he meant but I did not want people to read it any other way
1: yeah so he says a lot of conservative women like their man to take the lead totally agree uh, and definitely didn't say she isn't part of the team yeah absolutely yeah and, and I don't think um, No, we
0: they, did, yeah. we didn't think that well we wanted to make sure that people understood that's not what you meant
1: yeah like adding adding context to it. Uh, But uh, that that in itself could be a mini series uh, (laughs) on, uh, you know, on the channel. Um, Absolutely. To you, Uh, Vanessa, Kitty, Kurt, everyone out there. Good to see you guys. Um, Now, here's here's one of the things that that I realized. and, And this is all kind of going into the same thing. Like, how how can I perform best as an individual? Right. Because there's there's dark, the individual, the person, right. That, that needs, I need to be certain that I am, you know, becoming better, improving. And as I get older and start pushing 40, I realize that I'm not uh, <laughs> like making progress every day. Pushing like, uh, 40,
0: horizon. you young baby.
1: I know I'm a baby, um, but I'm wise. Uh, Why is it hard? Uh, but Beyond you know, your the years. Interesting thing is as an individual, right. I need to make sure that I am, growing, improving, developing, and becoming better. And uh, when I become better as an individual, that shows up in the other areas of my life, e- even all the way to, you know, preparation and, uh, you know, preparedness and self-defense. And, and but not only that, also, of course, as a husband, father, uh, an uncle, right, a, a cousin, or a, a brother. So, I mean, there's several d- different aspects to it. But I found when I broke down, I am, you know, doing like almost like an I am worksheet. I am an individual. I am a husband. I am a father. I am a brother. I am an uncle. I am a leader at your church or whatever you are, right? Kind of breaking yourself down into these different things and looking at, at, you know, the different ways that you could uh, improve grow and develop as an individual that would impact you positively in all other aspects of your life. Now, with that said, though, when I started getting into, um, we'll call it content creation, okay, this was, um, was it December of nineteen twenty, December of 2020. Sorry, I had to think about that. I don't that know. You we, you
0: contacted me the month after to to be in your podcast, but it didn't happen for uh, a long yeah, time. Yeah,
1: didn't have for a while. Yeah, I, I think you just uh, weren't uh, weren't sure of me. No, I'm kidding.
0: No, no. I was uh, my I was up in New York a lot because my niece.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I know there was a lot going on then. Um. So, excuse me. Um. So one thing I realized is that. Uh, especially in the last few years in this day and age, you start noticing things. The more you grow up and realize things that are going on around you, you start noticing more things. Uh, People that think like us usually uh, start to notice things that the government does and doesn't do. And you start kind of putting things together and you realize how little you and your family, the most important things to you in the world, how little they matter to the state, to the government. And when I started Absolutely. doing content creation, I started looking into things more. I started studying things more. I started looking at, you know, what's being reported and what's being pushed and all these, you know, all the bullshit with COVID and all these things And I'm like, holy shit. Like it, it exposed me to way more and, and it, it was really depressing and, and almost consuming to be basically like combing through all this information every single day and consuming all this negative information and negative data that it, it really took a toll on me psychologically. Yeah. And I think that made it that had a big, big impact on what happened with my wife and I too, because it wasn't just me. It was her. She took a polar opposite. Like Matt earlier said, Dangled Matt said, uh, the crazy ones uh, are for fun. They're not for marrying. Well, what if they were not crazy? You marry them, fall in love with them, start a family, and then later on in life, after 12, 13 years, they just make a switch and go crazy.
0: Now, weren't they, were they not crazy or were they just hiding it really well?
1: You got to be a damn good... <laughs> well, I mean, you got to be a smooth criminal to hide it for over a decade.
0: Most crazy people are.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Uh, I, I give her more props, more props if she was a psychopath this whole time. But I, I will say just as I changed, grew and developed into a different person, you know, stopped with drugs. I stopped with alcohol. I really don't drink like that anyway. But, you know, I stopped all, all that shit. I've been clean for nearly 13 years. November 5th will be 13 years clean. And We should have a party and celebrate. We should. We should get drinks and blow. Just kidding. There you go. Don't do drugs. It should be crazy. Very, very true, Damien. We can go uh, hang out with Hunter Biden. Yeah, yeah. So in the White uh, House. Anyway, With so the cocaine. My, yeah.
0: it's, like, it's like the it's like clue, but with cocaine, Hunter Biden in the White House. All right, go ahead. Sorry. Mm,
1: yeah, well. Uh yeah. So uh basically what I'm saying is like it it going through, you know I almost wish it was like, um, what's his name in the Matrix? In the Matrix, ignorance Neo. is bliss. No, um, the one that turns on him. Cipher. 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 Cipher in the Matrix. Ignorance is bliss, right? Not knowing. And of course, I'm grateful that I that I know and that I watch, that I stay aware. That you know, we do the things that we do to focus on water, food, shelter, security and other things too um but i mean man it, it takes a toll on you how do you guys digest all of this negativity and despair and not fall into it psychologically
0: uh like i said i growing up as a kid i learned how to carper stuff Compart- so yeah, yeah, I got it, I got it. So <laughs> I really, I don't have a good answer for you because I don't really have that problem with separating it. Um, And so, I think it's just how I grew up, how I lived, everything else that it became a survival instinct and became natural. So I well, don't is, have that problem.
1: It is proven, like, 100 percent that the more trauma an individual goes through the um the better they can compartmentalize things and if you think of i had a um psychiatrist psychologist therapist whatever a doctor uh at one point described things to me and you know my response i like when people tell me something i like taking it chewing it up putting it into a smaller bit and then saying like this like kind of like a. um affirmation of what they said, right? To say like I'm listening to you, here's what I got from you, right? So when uh the doctor kind of explained something to me, I said, "Okay, so what you're saying essentially is that our brains are like those really old school uh you remember those old school projectors that had like the big circle of slides and you hit the little chunk 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 and it it moved around and it only showed um on on the screen that one slide at a time right so when we go through traumatic things and we experience shit like that um what happens is our brain to protect ourselves moves it all the way to the back and we're like i hope i never need to see this again and then we just keep that slide as far to the back as possible it never goes away right
0: absolutely absolutely and i and i've spent years in counseling dealing with, with my shit And, and I mean, and I, and I do have those traumas and I'm open about it too. Um, not, I mean, my life wasn't all sunshines and roses and Rich knows some of the stuff and he's talked to me, he's talked to my wife, uh, he's, you know, probably knows more than anyone else on YouTube about some of the stuff, but yeah, and also, um, one of the other things that you have to do is look at where your possible downfall falls are. Like, for example, looking at alcoholism running in my family. I don't drink because of that. And I think we, to prepare for what's coming, is we have to know our strengths, our weaknesses, where our possible downfalls are. And not only looking at you, but looking at your family members, looking at things like around you looking at where your weaknesses where your strengths are and where and looking at your genetics and how that can affect you so that's just my two cents
1: yeah that's a good point what about you richie rich
2: um you know it's kind of uh, i'll make a more simple metaphor when i taught my daughter how to drive I I drive and I do a threat analysis on everything. I'm like, you know, what what threats am I facing here? What's Now, that's a good point of view from like the immediate what's in front of your face, but you got to be like, "Hey, do I got a full tank of gas? Do I have good tires? Did I change my oil? Did I renew my registration?" Those kinds of things.
1: Come on. Um, don't pick on me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so there there's a lot you got to deal with and, and that can translate into like don't have a survival book on a kindle don't download a pdf
0: I have think we talked about that book.
1: didn't
0: book we talk about that function. recently
1: yeah
0: or did I talk to the dark about it? I talked to one of you guys about that
1: I I think we actually spoke about it on one of the first or second shows yeah. here because of like where we are, is we're talking about. Oh, you know what? You I could have had a guy, a,
0: a friend, yeah. that downloaded like all these survival guides on his Kindle. I'm like, well, yeah. you know, you better hope that, Fine, that print them out. Yeah. Print them out.
2: Don't print them with a la- uh, Print them with a laser. Don't print them with an inkjet because that yeah. stuff gets wet and
1: runs. Yeah, laminating um, mofos even if you got to use tape. Well, my, but, uh, so you go ahead and, and then I'll, I'll. Well, I
0: I bought a laminating yeah. machine to be able to do all that.
2: You know, have have a plan. I mean, I have a bug in plan. Um, yeah, have you know, a bug in,
0: a bug out plan too.
2: I have, you know, and I have a get home bag. Um,
1: Is it bug in or die, or what? Do you have a bug out plan as well? Or? I don't have a bug out plan. I have a bug in
0: plan. I think we know what you need to do. We know your homework.
1: Yeah. That's easy. <laughs> so um, here
2: you know, have food, you know, have the primary things, have, you know, food, water, shelter, heat, uh, fire, those, those things ready to go, know how to do it. Also practice the skill.
0: Yes. What, what I do is, um, it, this is going to sound kind of, I don't know. It's I like, I memorized a plan in my head and it's just not like a plan. It's, Plan A, Plan B, Plan C, Plan D. So, and I I worked my way down to it. So it's like a big tree and I just memorize every layer of that tree or the pyramid, whatever you want to call it. it,
1: Primary, alternative, contingency, emergency.
0: Yeah. So all the way down. So it keeps on getting bigger and bigger and bigger, but I was able to memorize it. And it's like probably a little bit over a thousand steps
1: so that's uh, i do want to add this too to people listening um, for everyone out there uh, there's there's something and it i think it became popular in the military and or military culture and then of course the military law enforcement culture and then you add in the dirty civilian culture it's kind of made its way around but there's something called pace right and that's p like papa alpha charlie echo and what that stands for is when you're making plans it, like what John's saying, if you make a plan and then communicate that plan to all your people, all your family, your your small unit, your your, you know, um, group of men that could be, be become readied in a minute, uh, you know, whatever it is. Right. That is a plan. Right. And w- what does Mike Tyson say? Everyone has a plan Every- to
0: get punched in the face
1: yes and expect to be punched directly in the face so when you're going through and making plans what i would do is um set it up as a pace plan which is a primary an alternate contingency and emergency so basically plan a b c and d that's what i was saying if you're really yeah yeah exactly if you're really crazy then you could do you know a, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, N, J. <laughs> it goes crazy as you want. But here, so here's my actual question though. And, and Rich, I love what you're saying. Um, but my, my actual question is, how do you as an individual separate yourself and, and find the balance of seeing everything that is happening in the world, going on in the world, and not allowing it to devour you? Because we see, look, I've seen content creators that i know and love and watch and i've seen them from a few years ago you go watch their videos it's you know hey what's up guys it's your boy blah 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 here did it right and then you go flip through their videos and a year later they're like hey guys uh today we're looking at and then like you know a year after that hey i just wanted to welcome you guys back then a year after that like current time they're like hey guys look we got a really big problem. Ammo is uh, ammo is expensive. We got this going on guns or We got sanctions coming. We got this stopping this. We got this you know, like COVID jab. They want to take your kids. The reality is that the government hates you and wants you dead. Okay. I don't care who you are. You could be a, you know, a, a military age male or a, a young female or an old man. If you are here, it's likely that you think like, at least similarly to us, congratulations, your government hates you and wants you dead. As you go through this and you identify all of these things and you're watching what's happening in the news and, and you're not just taking what the mainstream media or alt media just gives you on a platter, you're taking the information, you're doing research, you're looking it up, you're checking references, and you're really finding out what is truly actually happening, and you're realizing the most terrifying thing, which is how fucking evil human beings are. How do you separate that and balance that and not take the black pill and abandon ye all hope who enter here?
0: Well, I can say that everyone has the capabilities of evil, but everyone else has the capabilities of good. And sure. if you look at if you if you look at the world, most people are generally good. If if you if you did like a purge yeah. situation, right? Yep. Yeah. You're gonna have people. You're gonna have people purging, I guess, but you're also gonna have people bonding together to protect each other. And I think one of the things you have to realize is, yes, there's evil in this world. Yes, there are evil people, but there's also a, a more good people. More people willing to help than than not. Now, if the power goes out and everything else, uh, that might change a little bit. Yeah, but
1: Back.
0: you got to prepare for that. And it, well, let's say there's everyone turns evil, right? You deal with it, man. Is is there anything I can do right now that can change Joe Blow down the street? from being evil that I've never met. Don't know him. He lives like five miles away. He's, a, he's an evil dude. I don't know him. Don't have any contact with him right now, but I might in the future. Is there anything I can do to prevent him from being evil?
1: Absolutely. You, you can kill him.
0: Uh, well, I'm getting to that. I'm no, I can't. Yeah, no,
1: no. Make no. a miracle. temperature?
0: No, I I can't no. do that. What We don't I, murder here. What I can do... Hey, uh, never mind what i can do is prepare in case i ever run into joe blow down the street mm-hmm. i can prepare it, i'm not worried about what jordan peterson said you know a good man is not a, a a good man is a monster who chooses not to be that monster mm-hmm. or something like that yeah,
1: good synopsis of that yeah essentially um it's similar to what we say, like becoming highly skilled in violence and exercising the discipline to not use it unless it's self-preservation or the preservation of innocent life and things like that. Yeah. Now, what, what, uh, what about you, Rich?
2: I, you know, there, there's a, a bunch of things. And I've, I've heard Smash Time talk about this. Uh, it's like, hey, talk to your neighbors. Make sure instead of them being a liability that they're prepping also so that you have people that are going to be able to take
1: some of the burden well, also with you i don't and think one sec what, what i'm what i mean and and that's a good point and i want to get to that in a moment too but backing up what i mean is how do you consume all this information the negativity the the fact that that you do you believe that your government hates you and wants you yes. to no longer yeah. be alive yeah yeah. Okay.
2: And, and most governments believe in depopulation And yeah. most wealthy people Believe in depopulation And it's been that way since feudal times
1: So, so how do you As you know A person like you that thinks like you uh, do How do you manage kill? that And <laughs> that's important too uh, That's actually an excellent point But how do you not let it affect you psychologically I think and here's why I'm bringing it up There are people out there right now Our viewers right now that are struggling with this right yeah
2: i i don't really have a good answer i i think one is you know you you need to be your own best advocate i i'm not saying don't get help if you need help get it uh reach out to people and talk to them and it's like i mean crump dark and i talk to each other all day long you know throughout the day yeah uh we're largely each other each other's therapists.
1: We're besties.
2: Yeah. Um, the 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 thing is I, I I mean I'm gonna go back to God. You gotta have faith in God. I, I often look at and Kurt brought it up my first plane crash. Uh, I got out of that plane, I looked back and I'm like nobody survives that. It yeah. it looked like God got mad at the plane, crumbled it up and threw it on the ground.
1: But he preserved you.
2: Yeah there's uh
1: you know, my you brother to... had an accident like that. I just want to add really mm-hmm. quickly. Yeah, yeah my, you told me that. My accident. brother, he was in a, a car that was literally accordioned. And he just, it, it doesn't even seem like it, it would be possible, uh, like just looking at like physics, but he was ejected from the back seat of which he was laying down in. And he had a piece of hair missing. And he thought that it was an angel that had pulled him out. And he was completely ejected like like 40 feet, 30 to 40 feet away from the vehicle survived with just some scratches on his face so he may have just gone through a window it may have been the hand of god it may have been an angel whatever it was but an event like that will absolutely change your life and your perspective of life as well
2: yeah i i i, I say the play none of the plane crashes changed my perspective on life or me <laughs> it might be dumb but it, it gives me something to go back to and look at. But I think you got to have something more, and and the reason to continue on is, you know, like we talked about earlier, it's like, hey, I I need to support and protect my family. I need to, you know, support and protect my wife, my daughter. Uh, those are the important things, and I I think it's important to have somebody you love and care for and i'll even tell you a dumb story i i have a dog that sleeps all day and if somebody takes the dog and i'm home without the dog i'm lonely i'm really i feel like something's missing so i i think it's important to have something other than yourself uh there that you need to care for that you need to survive for yeah and even if it's a helping a neighbor doing
1: something. So on that, I had a conversation with somebody and it was uh do you remember that uh who was it, Selco? It was the guy that survived over a year of uh civil unrest in um bu- 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 what what is it? Um what's that country? Bosnia what continent?
2: Bosnia. Okay. Bosnia.
1: So he survived for over a year. Now, now, this guy goes into these stories of saying that, like, it, it was at first, everyone, it kind of seemed like everyone was pouring into each other and helping and supporting each other. And then eventually it got to a point where if your neighbors saw you go outside to take a shit, that they would find ways to sneak and attack you. Because if you were shitting, they knew you were eating. Like, it was was bad, right? And uh, you couldn't go out during the day. He could only go to, like, this little, like, makeshift uh, bartering market where people would exchange goods at night, and he would only go at night, and he wouldn't go through the main roads because snipers would literally post up down the alleyway and down the street and literally just shoot people, and then runners would come and snatch their backpacks and run off like they, I mean there was just absolutely no respect for human life and probably, I was having yeah. a conversation with somebody and that it is an excellent read uh, we literally reviewed the whole thing on live streams before and I think it's probably important that we do that again to to remind people so many people are glorifying it, like an shtf situation like mm-hmm. uh, like oh like just bring it right and that a lot, mm-hmm. that, a lot that's
0: of people like seem incredible. like they're looking forward to it honestly
1: well, part of it, honestly, I think, and this may seem crazy, I think part of it is what what we were talking about of being so psychologically worn out of wondering and and fear and you know I think we look at it differently. It's it's we don't live in fear, we live in preparedness and awareness. Those are different things, right? Some people can't do that, and they can't disassociate themselves. So as opposed to you know, there's a response, there's stimuli and a response, stimuli and a response. With with some people, they may be more analytical, look at something and then say, okay, something occurred, how am I going to avoid and work around it? Whereas some people are like, this is happening to me, this is happening to me, and, and they respond differently. So in this conversation I was having, um, it, it was a conversation of like, like you said, Smash Time was like, hey, know your neighbors, talk to your neighbors, let them know that you're preparing, help them prepare too. That is awesome until you and your neighbors are there with you and your kids and them and their kids. And there's one piece of bread left, right? And then they're possibly going to die of thirst or die of hunger, or you're going to die of thirst and die of hunger. And it ends, I mean, what are they going to do it, it, humans are going to resort back to the most animalistic of ways and do whatever they have to do to survive and that's one thing that is unnerving about uh, like in this in this story in bosnia he said family family is the only way you survive if you are alone or you depend on neighbors you could be their absolute like best friend. You could be, you know, taking care of each other, contributing to each other. And then the moment that you guys are running out of supplies, they'll cut your throat in your sleep.
0: Well, that's why you need to form a a small group that you can depend on. Yeah. That's close. And have locations to bug out to. Yeah. And, and I'll be honest with everyone here. Uh, Dark and I, we're, we have a little group that we've started. Mm-hmm. Um, we have some plans. We're not going to say what those plans
1: are. Yeah, it's called the Fed Group.
0: Yeah, but we're developing plans and everything, and yeah, so we can depend on each other. Yeah. Um, and we know we know what skills people have, and we have some locations and stuff like that. But yeah,
1: and you have to build yourself like.
0: You have to build a community.
1: Yeah, it can't just be you know um, some random people from your street. Like I, I know that that Crump would probably rather starve to death than stab me in the back and and take my supplies. Absolutely. You so know. it has to be
0: people that you really, really trust.
1: And there's a there's a kind of a saying or sentiment on the streets. You know, like I said, I used to you know be involved in. And drugs and things like that, way, way, way past the statute of limitations. Uh and um there's a little bit of like a saying on on the streets or a sentiment on the streets, and and it actually correlates with what we're talking about now, which is um which is funny. I actually had somebody say, You have kind of a of an urban flavor, like a hip hop flavor. It's like what? Anyway, so um there's a little bit of a sentiment on the streets, which is basically this every everyone gets arrested because of snitches, right? And then every single person says that they will not snitch ever until they are handcuffed to a table for 72 hours, (laughs) right? And it's the same kind of thing. Like every single person says they would never do you wrong until they are literally dying of thirst and starving to death. And they're watching their children die. So, make sure that whatever group it a small unit is one of the most effective things that you can build ever like that a small unit of like four to six dudes can accomplish more than you could ever imagine okay one but two make sure that you build relationships with these people that like i would rather literally die of thirst and starvation than hurt crump or rich or somebody to to gain or 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 live or whatever you you know what i mean and and it gets to uh that level of essentially like like family
0: exactly exactly you just it's all about preparedness um it it really it is talk to speaking of preparedness dark my twenty seven thousand packs of heirloom seeds are now sitting on in front of my house
1: nice awesome well uh luckily they're uh Important seeds, uh, specific to our local area, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, they could come in handy one day. And we actually were looking at bunkers that literally have green rooms. Shh. Green rooms,
0: in we're just talking about not Min- talking about
1: plants in Minecraft. In Minecraft, in Minecraft I mean, yeah. obviously, you know, we're Look, we can't afford a bunker. Man, look at us, man. We're just a bunch of dudes in our mom's basements.
0: I hide everything in trust, so good luck finding.
1: Yeah. Cool, cool. <laughs> it's a powerful thing. Yeah, i cool yeah, find it. it and John learned
2: that from his neighbor.
1: No,
0: my neighbor, my neighbor somehow got their address the removed from every postal service and county record there is. It's just Isn't there no...
1: only one way to do that?
0: I, I don't know how to do it, but they did it.
1: Well, isn't there only one type of agency that could do that?
0: Yeah, probably. There are probably other agencies, but yeah, it's definitely government. But that that's, that's a different story for another time. I, I will tell you something that I struggle with. Okay. I have generalized anxiety disorder and panic attack disorders, but it's like random shit that sets me off.
1: Like what kind of things? Like when I'll send John a race. picture of a wiring cabinet.
0: Yes, it's stuff like that. <laughs> it's stuff I like didn't that.
1: Intentionally do
2: that,
0: John. It's stuff like that. But one of the things I that doesn't give me anxiety is like end of the world shit. Uh, you know, being threatened by a gun. You know, it's really weird shit. It's like shit that it should be. It's like that should give me anxiety. It doesn't. And then I have another problem where I have I am I probably from my childhood again, but I I I really wish, and this is gonna sound stupid, but I really wish I could get intimidated because being intimidated keeps you safe and keeps you from doing stupid shit.
1: It, it that is a thing that it that it does. It it allows you to. Uh, it, it's more of like a social awareness,
0: um, which I don't have. So you, therefore. You therefore, I don't get intimidated when I should be or and Rich has yeah. been in situations where you know, well, you know, you shouldn't say certain things because you know you could be intimidated by the and, and Rich can tell you. I can see sometimes he'll when when I should be intimidated and I'm not he'll look uncomfortable.
1: i've I've been there like you know, when I see um a conversation taking place and you're like so tell me about the time you beat your wife (laughs) 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 oh no oh no i have the receipts uh please tell us like oh my god my t for Tejas, good to see you brother uh but that that's that's one of those things where like that is like that is is a social like construct right where you know
0: I don't it's have it the, though so that's right one of the things that I need to learn that's why I need people like dark for example that could close me in be like hey man
1: well I mean it, it's I, I think it's kind of the like a, a beautiful thing about you you know it, it's now there are like benefits to phrasing things in a particular way to get a different outcome but look if we end up in a place where we are literally exchanging precious metals with strangers to survive you know harsh comments on YouTube aren't gonna aren't gonna mean uh, mean as much but yeah it's uh I've seen it in action
0: no but like I've been in situations for example it was me and my friend and we we had we were, we we're probably like 15 or 20 guys, and they're like, You guys have to get out of here because it was something with a girl, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, you guys either leave now or you step off the court curb and you have to fight us all. And my friends started walking away, and I was like, Okay. I was like, It's like I might go down, but I'm going to break somebody's leg before I go down. Yeah. And break. luckily for me, it was the dumbest shit ever. And I should have known by social cues that. I should just walk away. But I stepped off okay. the curb. Luckily, they were like, I don't think they were expecting that. Yeah. So That's nothing nothing scary. happened, but I, I need someone there to say, hey, John, it's probably not a good, good idea.
1: Yeah. You know, I will say most of the people that, that jump up and run their mouth and talk shit, those are usually the ones that won't do anything. Like mm-hmm. when I was a little like goon, you wouldn't see me until the last split second before you were like oh shit and then you're you're out
0: i didn't you know? talk shit just oh. hit but but what i'm saying is that is one of the weaknesses i have yeah i know that instead of being intimidated it's going to draw me in Some so if you ever want to fight me or bad. something like that just try to intimidate me and you're going to
1: Some people look at that as a superpower, though. Some of the most assertive people in the world are the most successful people in the world as well. But it's not
0: a superpower all the time. Like, there's certain situations where I should be intimidated and I should back down.
1: Correct. Spider-Man doesn't walk around shooting webs out of all of his body all the time. It is a skill to use at a particular time in a particular way. Um, Or Here's here's a good comment. The biggest
2: biggest mouth is always the biggest bitch.
0: No, but but what I'm saying is I have to, like, if we're in a situation and I'm with Dark, I have to say, all right, with all the fiber in my being, I want to go at this guy and be like and call him on his bullshit. But if I'm wrong and it's not bullshit and there's like 15 to 20 people there, I need somebody like Dark to be like, hey, man, it's not worth trying to take this challenge.
1: Well, so with with that, like, social aspect of it, like, if you're in a conversation and there's, like, 10, 20 people around and someone says something that's not true, John will be like, well, no, that's not true. And where most people would be like, yeah, all right, well, whatever. He's like, no, that's not true. And the guy's like, well, here's why it's true to me, blah, blah, blah. And then John's like, yeah, you done? Okay, it's not true. <laughs> and where anyone else would walk away and be like whatever this guy's got an ego problem whatever i'm done with it john will let them talk and say okay it still doesn't make it true the truth
0: for me is that's one of the things that probably from my childhood too the truth the search for the truth is absolute to me
2: so john I, i i think are the same way in this i grew up there there's black in white, and there's an uncrossable chasm in between yeah
0: there well, there's there's there, there, there's, a, there's a bunch of graves in this world, so I'm not saying that, but if you say that you can become a a woman by just thinking about it, that's not true i yeah. I don't care how you feel it's not true it's, your, it's your, your genetics you it. cannot change your genetics by your feelings.
1: Even if but, they're gender fluid, even if they put on a dress, that's even bullshit. that off their pecker.
0: I mean, dude, cold. you know what? If if you if you're a doll and you want to do that, go fucking right ahead. I might even call you a... I might even call you by. Any, I have a friend that trains, and uh, you know, like I call her he whatever you want to say by the name that they choose.
1: That's that's fine. It, it, the The challenge is, when and I
0: I even use their pronouns. To. But even though they don't care because they're not a whiny little bitch and they don't care but they but also know that I I, I I think that there are uh, that I'm like hey I'll, I'll call you her I don't care it doesn't hurt me but the, the you're the a dude is
1: when you're forced to or when the government gets involved and says you must do this or else
0: you're a dude and I and I, and I, and I you know I'm friends with you but you're still a dude and yeah. whatever and 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 they're like okay that that's cool with me.
1: Yeah.
0: And you know what the crazy thing is?
1: John's like it's still not true.
0: No, the crazy <laughs> thing is, uh, she, he, whatever you want to, she, he, um, Hershey, whatever, uh, is like, yeah, you're right. I am, I am a dude, and there's something <laughs> mentally wrong with me that makes me think I'm a female. But I understand that it's a mental issue, and they're Beautiful. able to, and they're they're able to look at him and be like, hey, look, I want to be preferred to as a girl. Uh, I feel like I'm a girl, but I'm not really a girl, but if you can just you know you don't know, well definitely say you if you can just refer to me like I'm just gonna refer to myself as that you know I had the surgery, but yeah, it's gender dysphoria it's a mental it's a mental problem, and you know what they're a lot happier than a lot of people that are trans that
1: that's cool that's as long as they're as long as they understand that. And I honestly, that, that part isn't even as important. Right. But it's a benefit that they understand that aspect of it. What, what, what I guess where problems arise, what I have a problem with is, cause I don't want to say necessarily what I have a problem with, but where problems begin is when you or an individual or the general populace is forced to Respond a certain way, yeah, or if exactly. there are laws or rules or regulations, or you know anything that says you must or else, yeah, that's a pro- any government overreach. I am one hundred percent completely against at all, and I know you guys agree.
0: Exactly, well. exactly. Here's the crazy thing, my friend is trans, got the pecker cut off,
1: full, Dang.
0: yeah, full whatever you know, post op, right? They are accused of being anti-trans because they said eh, it's gender is a mental illness i i admit it i'm not really a woman i want to be referred to as a woman but i'm not really a woman but i wow. you know and people and she gets You're like so crapped on for being transphobic and she's like how can i be transphobic i don't have a dick anymore
1: So, uh, Bayer, Bayer's auto parts just nailed it in a thousand years. The bones will say a man, no matter what they do. Ooh.
0: Yeah. Well, my friend also got into an argument with another trans person because she, she's like, well, you know, like biological males shouldn't compete against females. It's unfair. It's scientifically unfair. Well, there are women too. You're like, no, not really.
1: No, they're not. The, this whole thing about—I uh, forgot what they call it—but manstrating right? When uh, a man that I guess transitions to a woman pretends to bleed from their it, their uh, recurved dick hole <laughs> or whatever. The, the, I don't even know what to call it. They right? flip but, up
0: inside that their inverted dick.
1: Yeah, their inverted pecker hole. Uh, <gasps> so when when they're cramming tampons into their non-functioning dick hole that is inverted oh my i see rich cringing right now like it happens dude and they're pulling bloody tampons out of their fake vagina you cannot menstruate because you don't have the reproductive organs that women have you fucking lunatic sorry that's,
0: that's and I don't even care
1: what... I don't care if it's what they want to do.
0: But, but what what pisses me off is these fucking hormone blockers shit.
1: And then get, trying to get the kids. That, yeah, we're, we're
0: going a little bit off topic. Do you mind, Dark Senses, of your show?
1: No, that's cool. I mean, dude, I, I this, this all... Okay, so this all correlates because these are all current events, things that are happening now, and these are things that as... As men, as the you know head of our households, as the providers and protectors, and blah blah blah, these are things that we're digesting, that are are shaping our outlook on the world, and and these are those things that I was talking about. So, even though it's a slightly different topic, it still all correlates to what we're what, even if it's what the shit that the ETF is pulling, right? Because now the ETF is writing you know bullshit opinions that turn into federal law with a stroke of a pen. Or, you know, people going after our kids, or especially like in, in the area that, uh, that you live in, John, um, you know, there are schools that have become famous for the things that uh, have happened out in that area. And uh, th- those are all things that we need to look at, study, digest, and it's easy to fall into this black hole of, of hopelessness so it it really still all correlates
0: yeah uh, um
1: and by the way one one quick thing then you can take it over i saw an ad somebody sent me an ad it was for a t-shirt and the t-shirt said there are more than two genders and then next to it it said select which version you would like men's or women's <laughs> It was like, are you fucking kidding me? This is the most beautiful, yeah. like, uh, photo op I could ever ask for. There are more than two genders. Select which drop-down menu, like, man, male or female. <laughs> like, okay, James. What? Sorry, go ahead.
0: All right. Uh, there is a... I think this is it. I am going to show a scene. There is a Catholic movie, and if you're not a Catholic, that's fine. But this movie is... Freaking phenomenal, it's a phenomenal movie, even if you're not religious, it's a phenomenal movie. Um, I think Rich, no, I know Rich I've seen it, I know which one you probably know which one I'm talking about.
2: Is it an Angel Studios production,
0: Nefarious?
2: Oh, okay, Nefarious, yeah,
0: yeah, and uh, it's um, I wanted by Steve Dace, yeah, I just want to play this. I think this is the clip, maybe not, but we'll we'll see. But this is. This is basically what we're talking about. If you don't know what it is, it's about a demon that uh, this guy goes talks to a demon, and the guy, we don't know if he's a demon or a criminal or what, whatnot. And the guy's talking about, oh, the world is getting better, we're more open, blah blah blah. And this is the response. I think this is it. Okay. Before you leave here today, you will have committed three. M- okay, and that's not it. Sorry.
2: Yeah, that that was a interesting movie. I I think I need to rewatch
1: it also. So what what is it called again? Nef- nefarious. 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 Interesting.
0: Yeah. Uh, basically, he's like, you know, this is open, and uh, I want to find that scene. Um, just, just uh, to show Very you. Very
1: good point, uh, Bears. Auto parts. Never- also okay. Okay. I-
0: here it is. Here it is.
1: All right, go ahead. Your side's not doing too well. You really believe that Jane? yeah we've never been freer literacy is at an all-time high we're working to eliminate racism intolerance gender inequality people can people can love who they want be who they want do what they want diversity is no longer a dream hate speech is no longer tolerated and politically we're reclaiming the moral high ground I
2: think I love you. Literacy, James. James, the average high school graduate reads at a sixth grade level. You have basketball players making 30 million a year decrying racism. All while wearing sneakers made from slave labor. Now, here's something for you. Right now, your world currently has 40 million slaves. More than the Romans had at the height of their empire. You wanna know the best part, though? Half of those, half, are sex slaves, James. Is for hate speech well you want to hear some irony we didn't even come up with that one you did it all by yourself <laughs> sometimes you amaze even us i fail to see the humor bottom
1: line is you're done so right there whoa is one of my videos a recommended video there nice youtube actually recommended a dld after dark video that is impressive yeah so that that,
0: that's a that's a great movie and it's uh it's a religious movie but the acting in it's really good the story's really good the writing's really good and the message is freaking phenomenal yeah the message is an anti-woke um (laughs) message
1: yeah, yeah, that that was good. That was. Uh, I'll have to check it out. Um, yeah, if you uh, haven't, Ed I
0: Place think you would really like it. It's one of my favorite movies.
1: I've had a bunch of uh, movies recently, very recently, recommended for me to uh, to watch, and a lot of them are kind of like indie, you know, not, uh, you know, yeah. not mainstream movies. Did you guys see? By the way, I I, I usually do not see uh, what most people would call based. Uh, things on like netflix and you know all the places that hate us but did you guys see um what was that i sent it to you guys hold on let me pull it up uh, th- uh
0: that was uh dude what was it um uh
1: it was wasn't it here did i put it in here um oh um I got it right here. It was Leave the World Behind. Okay. So this is like a, a Netflix. I think it's a movie. I don't think it's a, a series. It's a movie. But it is it's it comes Medi- out in December. Yeah, I think it's coming out in theaters. So it said it's coming uh coming out in December. Yeah, I don't know if it's theaters or Netflix, netflix or, both or whatever. Netflix only? Okay.
0: Well so, it might be coming out in theaters too, but it's definitely gonna be on Netflix.
1: Yeah, it looks like a Netflix special, um, which, by the way, I just want to say I canceled Netflix. I canceled Amazon. I canceled Amazon Prime. I canceled HBO Plus, Max, whatever it was, Disney Plus, all that stuff, everything, everything two years ago. However, I still steal my wife's login to watch Netflix every now and then because I'm, I am I am but mere mortal. Uh, so it was this um, movie, and I recommend everyone go watch the trailers that are out for it. Where it is essentially the end of the world and everything that is happening is all the shit that is like the shit that we are mindful of right now. Like all these Teslas are are driving themselves like over 100 miles an hour, just crashing into things. Boats are just, there's cyber attacks all over the country. Boats are just literally driving or uh, I guess they don't drive, but you know what I mean. Boats are just making their way to uh, the shore and just crashing into, to land. And there's like powders and shit being dropped. I mean, it is like literally, it looks like the closest thing to what we probably believe the end of the world as civilization, as we know it would look like uh, if it were to end. And that shit is pretty terrifying. Yeah. Did you guys see that? Uh, that um, trailer?
0: Yeah, I did. Yes. I, I, I sent you a text, but it has nothing to do with the show. It's just a crazy motorcycle accident.
1: Okay, I'll, I'll pull it up and take a look.
0: Yeah, you don't have to do it now. But yeah, uh, it's, I don't know. The world is an interesting place right now.
1: It is, and I think it's in one of the most dangerous places it's been in a in a very long time.
0: I think next week, uh, unless Rich has an idea, we're going to do the idea because I think it kind of plays onto this. That's the yeah. line into the sand: when, when, when is it time to for civil disobedience, and when is it time to for violent disobedience?
1: Yeah, stuff, man. I mean, you know, a lot of a lot of people say, um, and what I hear mostly, and we can kind of just very lightly broach the topic, and then kind of close out and then discuss it more next week but um i hear so many people say when they come for our guns that's my line i was like well flavor of that they've been coming
0: for our guns for a while
1: yeah this isn't what do you mean gonna they're they're there they they literally just opened your safe right so so we we have to be really um you know aware of what things may look like. And, and we talked about this when, you know, things were going crazy with COVID. Right. Uh, we had talked about like, uh, you know, at, at that time there was, uh, an assault weapons bill proposed in Virginia and there was a national assault weapons bill, but obviously they didn't make any headway. Right. But some of the disgustingly creative things that they were doing it, it, like we have to look at it like this. Okay. Well, if they come to my, if to my house, if they go door to door, to one house, or one house, or one house, or one house taking guns, then I'm going to fight. Okay, well, let's stop for a second. One, do you truly think that they would do that? They would be way more malicious and nefarious than that. two is is that is that your final line? like that's how you want to go out because because they came to your doorstep. Why not get involved in the fight before it becomes an actual physical kinetic fight, right? Yeah, and lastly, I'll say this. You know what they said they would do? They said for the people that did not comply, they would issue bench warrants and they would catch you out in the streets, right? Jaywalking, pulled over for a a broken taillight. Um, You know, everything is under surveillance nowadays. So going to the ATM, right? All of a sudden you have four squad cars on you and you're snatched up and there is no way to fight. There is no time to fight and you are boom, Taken right then, right? So what if they use all these tools, everything that we use to, you know, advance our lives, which is total horseshit? What if they use those tools against you? And what if they come and find you? And what if they grab you when you're sitting there with your five-shot J-frame or your your you know seven-shot Glock 43? How are you gonna fight back? Is that fighting back? Or should we get together and work? towards the fight together and i'm not saying to fight the government i would never make a call to action like that i'm saying to come together and 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 fight towards the same cause before it turns into a kinetic fight is what i'm saying start a youtube channel become active work toward something something else that can contribute to the fight
0: one of the things I just wanted to say, we're going to be talking about this next week or the week after, depending on if Rich comes up with the topic, unless you're cool with going with that, Rich. But uh, the founding fathers, they didn't just jump to the part where, you know, they started shooting the British in the face. Mm-hmm. They petitioned the government. They sent reps over. They did. It, it was a long, drawn-out process.
1: Yeah, right. They tried everything. They didn't just hide in their basements either while other people fought
0: yeah, and then they finally said, "All right, well." And you got to remember, they weren't the ones that started the war. Mm-hmm. They said the war of independence started when they said, "We're we're independent," and the government said, "No, you're not." Not the government of uh, England said, "No, you're not." And they marched marched on Lexington and Concord and got shot in the face.
1: And <clears throat> excuse me. And um. Rich, you, you bring this up a lot. I think it's you know something um, that's important to you. When those men came together and uh, signed that document, what what were they signing? They they were signing a death warrant.
0: You have got to be willing to risk everything. Yep.
2: Yeah, and and the the other thing that people say, uh, Chris Ann Hall brought this uh, to my knowledge is that if there's going to be unrest, let it be in my time to spare my children.
0: Absolutely. All right, but we're going to get into that next week. Yeah. But that was a little, the wet your whistle.
1: Quick strap check. Are you guys all carrying a gun right now? Yes. Oh, hell yeah. Okay, just checking. Good job. And,
2: And if I'm not... I got the ultimate
0: silencer. Right. Yeah, I got I got a, well, I got a gun that's within reach.
1: I also got the uh, Beretta M9A3 with not only the white light, with this bad boy, as well. You're gonna kill and, your camera that way. Oh, re- really? Yeah. And it's got the IR laser too, for nods.
0: Yeah, shining a laser into a camera is not good for the sensor.
1: It was just kind of the splash of it. But yeah, I won't do that anymore. All right, well thank you, Crump. I uh, appreciate uh
0: Yeah, you can you can actually burn out the sensor. But yeah, um I'm I have a lot of uh firepower that's within reach of me right now.
1: Yeah. It's important. You know my, I was watching videos just over the years and flashbangs of people kicking indoors and somebody having like a literal gun room or a gun safe or something like and they were unarmed at the time and what do you do? Do you run away from your family to go get a gun and leave them there with assailants if you get away right, or do you fight them at a disadvantage hands versus guns right like well i never
0: had to worry about that
1: yeah no i know it's it's a different situation but i'm just saying if if most people if you and your whole family are sitting in the living room and you don't carry your gun inside your home and three dudes boom just kicked in the door and walked in strapped do you have a chance carry your gun inside your home don't ever ever I carry my gun in my waistband when I sleep, and I'd recommend you guys do the same thing. Anyway, I don't, that's because he I don't, sleeps with the gun next to
0: him. I don't carry that I mean I have a I have a, no, like a Yeah, like, I can I can arm myself from my bed within like less than a second.
1: There you go. That's all that matters. Um, I'll let you if you want you can close this out or if you want me, I can close it
0: out. All right. I'll I will just say I'm gonna kick over to Dark in a second to close it out because this is his show. This is not just john crump this is uncensored podcast with john crump because there's a bunch of uncensored podcasts i was like how can i make this and at the time when i created it uh i didn't actually have any co-host that's true (laughs) so i created uh, it and uh, i was dark then from dark then we got rich on and now we're like a trio
1: and now we're not accepting any other applications guys sorry
0: yeah, no, so we're a trio now, so this podcast belongs to all of us, um, especially me since I put out all the money. No, just joking. <laughs> just joking about that. So with that, I'm going to kick over to Dark, and he can end this show because this was his idea. This is his episode. And go ahead, Dark.
1: I appreciate it. Thank you. And I uh, appreciate all you guys in chat. You know, we've uh, had a bunch of you guys. I see you guys that follow us from YouTube over here, too, so I appreciate all you guys. Uh, you don't know me 11. Didn't realize this podcast was actually you guys. I'm actually glad to have clicked on it. Awesome, man. That That's really cool. Ah. Uh, appreciate you guys. Yeah. All of you guys that that follow us on other platforms like YouTube. Uh, obviously, we're here on Rumble. We all have locals, Utreon, Player, whatever it is now. Um, so you can find us everywhere. But um, sadly, currently, the main place you can all find us is... YouTube. So, Actually,
0: I have more readers than I do watchers.
1: That's true. Uh, so, John Crump, where uh, where can they find you? Let them know who you are, what you do, and where they can find you. Uh, John watch.
0: Crump News, John Crump Live on YouTube. Uh, follow me over at Emma Land as well, where I do a bunch of writing over there. That's my main... I'm more of a writer than anything else. My book comes out in two days. You can pre-order the Kindle version, or there is a hard copy and paperback. I know some people have hit me up for signed copies. I will get back to you tomorrow. I've just been really really busy.
1: Yep. Yeah, awesome. And you still own Ameland?
0: I've never owned Ameland.
1: I'm joking. I'm joking. Look, people I do, do sure think
0: that I own Ameland, but I don't because I'm like one of the main writers over there. I'm I'm the lead investigative journalist, I guess you can say. Nice. I wouldn't say nice. I'm the lead. There's a bunch of other like David Cordrea, for example, is a great investigative journal, journalist. Dean Weingarten is another great investigative journalist, even though he concentrates a lot on bears, which is interesting. Like he done, he he's actually foiled a bunch of stuff that shows how ineffective bear spray is. <laughs>
1: Mm. There's a lot of bullshittery with bear spray a lot. <laughs> like
0: like do you know that 90% of the people that use bear spray doesn't actually work? Yeah and they get mauled. Yeah because well, just pisses off so, the bear.
1: So many you know why because PETA got involved and they made um, they made the national uh, oleocapsicum resin thing uh, percentage less. So what you have in bear spray? a lot of times is actually less than the percentage of, of oleocapsicum resin that you have in typical, like, palm OC spray.
0: No, but it, he, it, ac- he actually pulled all the, all he foiled every bear attack and every use of bear spray just to keep
1: him a his That's crazy. Well, that's awesome. Shout out to him. And Rich, what about you? Remind everyone, because we're sitting on, like, 50 viewers right now. A sure. lot of them so- don't know you.
2: Yep. Flyingrich.com is links to all of my social media. I'm flyingrich underscore official on Instagram and uh, I have flying rich and flying rich firearms on YouTube.
1: Thanks. Nice. Awesome. And, uh, the book that you most recently wrote.
0: He, I, I gave him, I, <laughs> I gave him a book to write. Let's see if he actually writes it.
1: So I actually did write a book, um, and I can't talk about it here. Uh, we can talk about it offline. It was stolen from me and someone else wrote it. Anyway, moving along. Um, so, for all of you guys that uh, uh, know and support the channels here, support John Crump, uh, John Crump News, John Crump Live, support Flying Rich, Flying Rich on YouTube, Flying Rich Firearms. Uh, and also track us down on Instagram too, because we got some pretty base shit out there on Instagram as well. And uh, just show some love. Twitter. And you know what? I want to add this too, lastly, before we close out. Go. Track down shooting gallery official and shooting gallery on YouTube. He just hit 3,000 subscribers, Joe. Congratulations. And big uh, accomplishment, sw- dude. I saw like more super chats on his shit than Tim Pool. Like, he was cranking. So, shooting gallery New England, or I'm sorry, shooting gallery official
0: yeah yeah shooting gallery official actually Rich and I we did the calculation one night of a temple stream and
2: remember was, that um, yeah it was like way the heck
0: off. yeah we like, we, we, we we didn't we didn't get we didn't start calculating it at the beginning of the stream and we didn't calculate through the end but the little part that we did calculate was
1: $150,000 $150,000
0: yeah it moved, that wasn't the whole stream. That wasn't from the beginning and That was just like the Jesus. middle section
1: That is insanity. He doesn't even read all of them. Like, dude, as a streamer, you right, gotta right. read your super Did, chats. Well, I don't think you a hundred dollar super chats. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. think
0: he can. I mean, they 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 were nah. they just coming hey, so fast. It's too
1: much. It's too much. Um okay, so uh follow me. Uh, I have a YouTube channel, it's DLD after dark. Uh, I also have uh, an Instagram, DLD After Dark, separated by uh, underscores. Uh, I also have a a company, DLD Hardware. I'm big into building polymer 80s, and I have a company that sells jigs because the KTF wanted to separate jigs and frames. So to flip a big old middle finger and to say F the ATF, which I'm holding up my company sticker here that says F the ATF for those on audio, um, I started DLD Hardware which is giving people jigs and tools for them to be able to build guns. Uh, so build more guns. Uh, that's what I believe in. And I'd like to you know contribute through that. I also sell Shadow Systems lower parts kits uh, for Glocks on my eBay store, which is also DLD After Dark. Uh, so a little bit of pimping for that. And also the last thing I want to say is this, because we we know it's important for people to, to get the equipment that they need for EDC, for Shit Hits the Fan and whatever. Right now, tack Knives... TAC Knives is having a crazy sale until tomorrow only where um, if you use code dark, you get 20% off. These are really, really good uh, OTF switchblades. And uh, they have hundreds and hundreds. uh, Here's this little guy right here for people uh, on audio only. I'm showing uh, some OTF switchblades. Uh, But the dope thing is if you use code dark, you get 20% off, but also, you get a free OTF for every purchase, a free small OTF, free large OTF. So show them some love. They support us as well. So in closing, we're going to end like this. And by the way, that ends tomorrow, guys.
0: Oh, can I also pimp my new company that's going to be coming out soon? Pimp it, pimp it, baby. I'm uh, I, I, I developing a new company. I ordered everything. I order samples, but I'm going to start selling uh, customized G-Shocks. What? Yeah.
1: That's pretty dope. Yeah, they're they're,
0: they're they're pretty dope. Like I got one that looks like a royal oak. Damn. Um, and they're they're totally customized. They're uh, you know, they're, they're G-Shocks at the heart, so you still get all the uh, ability to bang around on them. Yeah. But they just don't look as plain. You know, dials, hands, loom. Have
1: you seen my uh, the OD green G-Shock that I have?
0: Yeah, dude, mines are gonna fucking blow that shit away. They're not gonna be cheap though. I will say that.
1: Yeah, yeah, the dope ones uh, are not cheap.
0: Because uh, like the hands are gonna be upgraded, like everything's gonna be upgraded.
1: What's uh, what's it gonna be called?
0: Uh, I haven't decided on a name yet, uh, but okay. I'm filing the paperwork. I just got to get the name down. But I already ordered all the. It's it's gonna be everything's on uh, owned under Black Swan Media. So, so why just... don't
1: you let your viewers uh, vote on on names?
0: I, I should. I should.
1: That would actually be awesome. Um, all right, guys. So I'm going to end this way the same way I end the streams on DLD After Dark, if you guys are okay. Any other words of wisdom or fatherly advice before we check out of here?
0: Uh, I can say what I always say at the end of streams.
1: Um, YMB? Yeah. Go ahead.
0: Your mom's box.
1: There you go. That's straight from Crump to you. And uh, from me and from all of us, before we uh, head out of here, I uh, just wanna let you guys know that, you know, we, we try to make things funny. We, we, we try to uh, you know, talk about these difficult topics from a, a perspective and kind of keep it light and also give these subjects the respect that they're due. But here's the reality. Um, we're talking about some, some shit here that's serious. So when we say like, get right with God, we're dead ass serious. When we say get right with your family and your loved ones, we're dead ass serious. When we say to prepare, we are serious. You can go three weeks without food. You can go three days without water. You can go three minutes without air. Know your preps. Live a life of preparedness. Don't live a life of fear. And take it as seriously as it should be. It is literally survival, okay? Um, so anyway, on that note, um, we're going to end like this. Rule number one is to be kind right? It's so important that we're kind in everything that we do. That brief interaction that you have with somebody else could have a massive impact on their life. So just be kind, be good people, all right? Like what what stories are people going to tell about you after you're gone? Be that person. Live that story today that, you know, will be told later. Uh, Rule number two is to live a life of care, compassion, contribution. Give to others. When you bless others, you become blessed because the hand that's open to give is open to receive. And finally, rule number three: we know that the only way for us to defeat evil is with good men skilled in violence, so make sure that you're becoming as highly skilled in violence as you possibly can be, and be safe, be dangerous, and keep that thing on you. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we're out of here. We love y'all. And remember fwe, 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 fwe. You are just triggered by the uncensored podcast. Be sure to come on back next time to get pissed off all over again. Be sure to send your hate mail to hate at Ah! uncensored.wtf.